Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Morning. How do you do? Buckle your shoe. Happy dark shoe. It's very dark, isn't it? It is, but it's grand. It's I miss warm. the sunrises as I, I drive in across the Dublin Bay. Will they come back now for a few days when the clocks go spring fall back? Fall back? I don't know. You, you, yeah, you might be on something there. Who knows? I don't for about a week, so. anyway. So I saw somebody. I saw somebody recently saying that they suffer from seasonal disorder. You know, the, the sads, yeah. seasonal affective disorder, which is a thing. It really is. Yeah. I don't really suffer from it bad, but I do feel like I feel like. Eh. And they said that they, they fixed it for themselves. Okay. So they, well, they, they choose to, they, they make sure they go to bed when it's the sunset and they get up when it's sunrise or something like that. I thought it'd be half four during oh, the winter. I know, I know, yeah, but maybe not. But they go to bed early anyway and they get up when it's sunrise so they get loads of daylight. They try and get as much daylight as they can into their faces right. every day. They clean their windows which gets more light into them and uh, I think yeah, they just try and spend like an hour outside in daylight. And then they they don't feel so bad. Get you. Do do we get more time with the clocks forward, or do we get more time with the clocks back? Do you know? We lose an hour. No, I know that. I know. So we, we lose if you time. take the twelve months, do we have more months in summertime? Oh, I don't know. Do we have more months in wintertime? I don't know that. Is it not half half? No. It's not. It's not. Mm. The clocks go back on the thirtieth of October, which is before Halloween. That'll be a bank holiday. It'll be a bank a banker. Yep. And uh, they they usually go uh, at the end. Of, well, it may change, but I'm pretty sure it's um, it's the end of March always. So we actually get seven months with the brighters, five with the darkers. Okay, good fact. Um, right. So the front page of all the papers is uh, gangland stuff. Um, hits a rat trap. Dowdles life over after he turns on Monk. He'll testify about Regency murder plot. So that's that's the front. Yeah, I'd highly recommend if you're into any of this kind of crime. Um, Nicola Talent from the Sunday World put up an episode yesterday. I was oh, wondering. Yes. I was wondering would she? So uh, if you want to go have a look at uh, Nicola's podcast, it's, it's good. Yeah, um, it is pretty good actually. Yeah, uh, you'll get it wherever you get your podcast. All all that usual stuff. But the actual name of it is. Let me give it to you, just to make life easier. That's uh, a weird name for a podcast. No, no, it's called Crime World. Crime World, okay. But if you just put in Nicola Talents, uh, you'll see Yeah, she's it. very good. So she discusses uh, the dramatic new evidence that halted the trial. So, have a go at some point. Richard Curtis has... Uh, Richard Curtis has revealed he didn't want Hugh Grant to play Bumbling Charles in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Wow! Who did he want? The screenwriter has ended up with uh, getting stuck with Hugh as the lead for the 1994 movie 
but he really wanted Alan Rockman. Oh. Who's a great actor as oh, well. Okay. Um I can see that. Alan Rickman would have been good. But now now I think of it as it's Hugh Grant, yeah. That's handsome though. I saw there's a list that is, belongs to Quentin Tarantino and it's all the, the um, cast members for Pulp Fiction he sent to his agent. And he said he had every single cast member and all the people he wanted for the role. And he got most of them. But then he just, and he, he said, if we can't get him, I want him, him, him. So it's three stars if you want them, two stars if you really like them, one star, and then there's a list of about ten people to play each role. You wouldn't really want to good. find out you're his third choice, would you? Some people were. He wrote with some people in mind. It's a really good list if you're into Pulp Fiction. Have a, have a gander. Interesting. I'll have a look for it for so you. So not Hugh Grant, Alan Rickman instead. Alan Rickman. Fantastic mm. actor. Of course. Of course. Um, right. That's how the world's looking this morning. Bono's, Bono's written a book. And Has he's he? going to do a show. Yes, he's going to do a show about his book. A show about his book? <coughs> What's yeah. his book about? So his book is about, is about his whole life, right? And uh, I think it's called One Song. And so he's doing one man. It's a, it's a show. I don't know what's involved in the show. There's, there'll be talk. There'll be music. There'll be someone's playing him in the show. Are they? No, no, no. It's, a, it's like he come and talk about the, the book and like it's like a book tour, you know. But yeah, like yeah. It's a stage show, so I presume he get sing a few tunes. Sounds like an evening with Bono. An evening with Bono. So he's doing one night in the Olympia. So I'd say that will sell out pretty fast. You're washing your hair that night, Nobby. And uh, I am, yeah. <laughs> he won't get a ticket anyway. And uh, yeah, so this starts off in New York. He's been doing thirty cities, I think. In we do that now. I mean, I know the Olympia is an obvious one. Sorry, the That's three, a beautiful theater. Theater, but thirty. What's what is it called? The what? Thirty Club or something there. What? Where would where? the Three Olympia? That's it. Good man. The three Olympia. Yeah, he's doing there. Um, now I've seen clips from the book because there's, there's uh, animations and stuff going around. There's little sort of excerpts coming out. And before you get on your oh yeah 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 no it, it looks really good it really is there's a lot of humour in it and uh, it's an interesting story it's like you know how you two began and all I know, the I know. scenes and I know Jim I know, I I'm, know. I, I'd be interested you know there's going to be a lot of bon- yeah, why don't you shut your face Jim <laughs> it's going to be a lot of Bono mention <laughs> the show this morning because Noel Fitzpatrick's on the show later on and he's also a bit of a fangirl when it comes to Bonzo yeah so, so. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Strap yourself in. Strawberry alarm clock at 704. Lars Capaldi. Lewis. Who we found out a few weeks ago, he likes to put jalapenos, or pinos, I think he called them, as uh, on his chicken fillet rolls. I also once heard them called jalapenos. He keeps um, he keeps putting stuff up on TikTok where there'll be some uh, lady and she'll be doing some kind of uh, g- gymnastics. Yeah. On the beam, like. No, not that kind of gymnastics. And All right. So you'll, you'll see somebody doing some like there was a, a girl and she was doing kind of I don't know what you'd call it contortionist because she was kind of putting her leg behind her head. Right, just and, the one. And then it cuts to Lewis, and he's he's just like he's just going TikTok. I can't be dealing with this kind of sexiness. <laughs> Please stop! Don't stop sending me girls in their underpants. He's a bit of a dirty devil, is he? Well, he's he's doing an awful lot. He's doing a sort of a, a, a series of them where he's looking at. Uh, things and, and then asking TikTok to stop showing them well the next time he's in I'm going to show my YouTube my uh, algorithm as well because I just like this morning like, I, I, I've no I've no problem telling you this even because it's so not what I'm looking up on you on Instagram Yeah, I have a video of a girl wearing stockings in the passenger seat of a car she hasn't got a seatbelt on and she's rubbing her feet into yeah, well, this. Is what, this is what they know you like. This I, is, but I don't well, like you, it. Well, you must watch these things. I that's, don't, that's why it becomes part of your thing, yeah. So she's rubbing herself off his gentleman area while he drives. Right. 
I did not search that on Instagram. No, I know you didn't search it, but they've worked you out, Nobby. Then I've other ones where... That's exactly you. Then I've other... Like... Like... It's <laughs> like... It's rude things. What she... Like... So and then I've me all Martin stuck in the middle of it all. Exactly. The little bit it makes no sense. A little bit of politics. I mean, we're all get, getting rolled get, by I, him. I get all my favourite bands and some dogs that are funny. Yeah, and then I've cars, you know, and I, I, I yeah, understand. So, so it works. Yeah, but like... The, the girl thing I just don't understand anyway back to Lewis Capaldi he stayed in the same hotel as five seconds of summer and he right. said so Lewis Capaldi God love him when he goes to his hotel it's silence outside why? because there's no girls oh they don't fancy him? no well not that I'm way I'm sure some do well no I think people love Lewis Capaldi but they don't fancy him right? I'm sure someone fancies him come on I'm, sure, I'm not saying nobody fancies the guy of money. he doesn't have screaming girls it's, that's not yeah. the kind of artist he is mm. The girls who love Louis Capaldi are probably a little bit sort of... Yeah, they're not sm- five seconds. Smarter, yeah. you know. You know, boy band thing is a different thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, like, they'd be younger as well. Wouldn't they? Five seconds of summer, they'd be, like, screaming. That Beatles well, kind of mania thing. That's so young's end now, but yeah. One Direction, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's, he's not that guy. Love you, Niall. Yeah. I wouldn't say Gavin James gets that either, you know. I don't know, Jim. It's, I wouldn't even say Jeremy, Ke- I wouldn't say Jeremy Kennedy has screaming people at the hotel. I say he does. Maybe one or two, but they're probably crying. Probably sad, yeah. Writing poetry, sending them copies. <laughs> Stop writing sad music, Dermot. <laughs> anyway, he said, that's not an existence. He said he's happy out. He doesn't want to have that. That's so, reverse psychology. That's why he's saying that. Yeah, well, he said, like, he's seen it. He's seen what it's like. They're, they're holed up in the in the hotel. Hold up, hold, hold up. up. And he can't, they can't leave. He can go out for a burger and just wave. How are you doing? Hi, Lewis. How's it going? That's Grand. story. And he said he'd rather be him. He's not jealous at all. Okay. And I get that. That's fair. Oh, that's, that's good. good. He's that's happy good. in his own skin. Doesn't need no, but fans. You, but don't you really hear from the girl bands and the boy bands. You, the, you know the the intense fan craziness does drive them slightly I, bonkers. I'd say that gets fairly old fairly quickly as well, though. Yeah, I know sure. it seems great. Load of female fans or male fans. If you're a female artist, you know, screaming at you. But Robbie like, Williams said he went to his mum's house and there were so many girls outside. His mother closed the curtains and didn't open them again till 1998. There you go. Three years of just like no, no and she's home. a lovely woman. Uh, the M50 southbound is jockers already. Blanche's town and Lucan emergency services dealing with a crash in the overtaking lane. A six pile pileup, uh, six car pileup at the M50 at Junction Seven, and we only mentioned it yesterday that Junction Seven is one of the uh, the worst spots. I saw a picture of a, an M50 crash last week. There was a car up on that concrete median thing. Like, how do you even begin to do that? There should be one thousand euro fines. Every time you have a tip on the M50, sorry, make, I make a ten thousand on t- on Tuesdays. And if you can't pay it, they take the car off you because you can't drive. I'd love if they were if they were pulling in people who were driving irresponsibly. I've seen so many, and I've seen an awful lot of trucks just pull through lanes and do crazy stuff. Who's voting for it? It's such a mess. It just doesn't work. It's broken. It's uh, 7.24 on the Survey Diamond Clock on F104. The super vet. He could fix it. He's on the show this morning. You know, it's actually lovely to know that people care. I've had emails this morning from people to my personal work email address. Um, it's hardly that much of a surprise, but uh, they, they're saying... How did they get your email address? Uh, it's probably on the website. I don't know. All right, yeah. Never I, don't, I, don't think, do I don't think I have nobby at f104.ie. I probably should. I could be missing loads of emails about Nobby's well, nuts. Probably goes to you if you go put Nobby at from the So uh, lots of them, lots of WhatsApp messages. So thanks to everybody. Yeah, we're we're on tune in is working this morning. Some gremlins in, in our own app on our website. Somebody said they were having withdrawal symptoms. Isn't that nice? Grania. I mean, come Grania. on, Grania. Are we really thanks, the biggest? Thanks, Grania. That's really made us. That's made thanks. our day. Thanks. 
And Gron, you've, you've a profile picture. I hope you don't mind me talking about it. it there's three girls in the profile picture. I'm going to guess you're the one in the middle. It's hard well, to decide, Jim, because they're all wrong. gorgeous. They're all gorgeous. Are you the one in the middle, Gronia? That's all I want to know. I like it's it, when, when there, whenever there's more than one person in the profile picture, I, I play a little game to myself to try and guess it. Who she is the is the owner of the account? Yeah, she does. She looks more the most Gronia like out of the three of them. I don't know. They all look like Gronies to me. I don't know. Anyway, let us know, Gronia. Thanks. Let's not get into it. I went out with a Gronia. I don't want it to get weird. So I. <laughs> I need more coffee. I don't know what's wrong with me. Anyway, I'm glad the app's working if you're on TuneIn. Fair play to and all. <laughs> right, so a little bit of football news. Right, I do like a bit of football news. And, like, who could argue with this? So, Spain and Portugal are meant to be joint hosts for 2030 for the World Cup, right? Yeah. But, I don't know who asked who first, or hopefully, I doubt they did. I'd say this was maybe an offer from Spain and Portugal. They want Ukraine to co-host now. For 2030. Oh, it's a nice gesture. So I know it's eight years away. It's a little while. We've got got a couple more uh, World Cups to go, but um, it is a move that's been sanctioned by uh, Zelensky and the governments of Spain and Portugal. Right. So we give them a, a sort of cash injection by having a few matches there. Now there's a UEFA headquarter press conference tomorrow, and they reckon this new partnership is going to be unveiled at that, which is you know very different to what the hell's going on over that side of the world. And beyond in the last twenty four hours. Also, the, the, speaking of football, I saw one of the best pictures yesterday that I saw was being tweeted. So the distance between the Qatar World Cup stadiums, if they were in County Wexford, okay, and Qatar is pretty much the same size as County Wexford. So all these matches are going to be kind of on top of each other. That's very interesting. I would have never known how big so Qatar like, was. There'll be one of the venues will be in Bunclody. There'll be another one in Enniscorthy. Have they got good strawberries though? They've won in Wexford, they've won in Rosslare Harbour, they've won near Blackwater. So basically all these uh, these matches are all, you know, all the fans from the various countries are all going to be staying very close to each other. In very expensive hotels. But that's not, very but that's not always beer. good, you know. Uh, Especially if some fans are feeling like they want to throw some garden furniture around. I think everyone, as we've discussed a few times now... If you if you don't get the memo when you go to a country like that, it's on you. If you throw garden furniture off a balcony, well, it's, it's happened in every other world. You'll though. do twenty years. No, like. not off a balcony. Look, you know, you see, you see, garden chairs being thrown outside. Uh, they might even cut the hand off you to throw the garden furniture. No, well, they, they've said that there's going to be a little bit of leeway. All right. How <laughs> so, much is a little bit? Well, I don't just know. Two they fingers. Must, let's just let them all. Just let them have a view. And like most of them will be for grand. Just one or two you need to keep an eye on. Unless I mean, unless this particular hotel is the particular nations have to stay in. That, that'd be a way around it. But it's tiny. I always imagined that Qatar was massive. It's not. It's the same size as Wexford. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Now, Wexford's pretty big, but this is you know when you have what is it like uh, eight or eight or nine different stadiums within that region. That's that, very small. And did they build those eight or nine stadiums for such a small reason just for the World Cup? Possibly, I don't know. Did. Yeah, I think they did. They were paying David Beckham 100 million to promote the place, so I'm sure they've got a few squids. Well, look, 2030 uh, could be Ukraine with uh, Spain and Portugal. And if that is announced, it'll be tomorrow. We'll keep an eye. 
Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy.ie. Don't waste your precious time. Sell your car the easy way. Autobuy.ie. Gwen Stefani, she's back. She was chatting to Kelly Clarkson about her style in No Doubt. And she said she had zero money for a stylist. Back then, like I said, I didn't have a stylist or a makeup artist. And once we started really getting on tour, like we basically did the Just a Girl video, right? And it was our first video really and went to the airport and then I didn't come home for like two and a half years like I we, we went on yeah. tour like it was like bye like mom will be back no I'm not I'm and I still lived at home and I was 26 so I yeah. didn't because I was gone on tour but yeah all my stuff was there and um so when we were on tour it was like well after a while I needed clothes you know what I mean like I needed costumes I would yeah. wear the same thing over and over again everyone smelled like it was like yep. it was like I was super unorganized I have I had shared my makeup. a bus with boys <laughs> yes yeah. it's disgusting it's different and her kids have some cool names Jim who Gwen Stephanie yeah go on these are all with Gavin Rosdale who's her, her first husband uh Kingston Rosdale cool Apollo Bowie Flynn Rosdale love it Zuma Nesta Rock Rosdale. Yes. <laughs> like Yeah, they're they're good names to, James to grow are, into, aren't they? Oh James or Mark there. I wonder what they'll end up doing. I don't know. Living off their Maz coattails. I don't believe that there, Nobby, with those kind of names. They'll do their own thing. Apollo Bowie Flynn Rosdale. Stanley Tucci was promoting his Taste of Italy show on BBC yesterday. Nobby tried to watch it while he wasn't looking at the screen. It's, well, it's, 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 it just makes you want to go to Italy. I have no issue with subtitles, but there was a, there's a lot of proper Italians in, in Venice and he had to... He wasn't translating. you just got to watch the screen. I couldn't dedicate all my yeah, time. Yeah, Venice is eating a lot of weird stuff in Venice, if you don't mind me saying so, although Venice is rock and roll. He was pressed to name his best dish in Italy, though, which is tough because so, he's been to all the different regions. And he uh, couldn't name one, but he did give a little hint of one. I, I can't answer that question. Sadly. I wish No, I'm Aww. sorry. No, I want to answer the question. Go on. But I, I can't because there are so many that are incredible. Okay, top three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She's stopping. Well, all right, so here, this is the Venice episode. I'm looking at it now. So this is the... Ve- oh, no, there's the pork thing. All right, so <laughs> there's, there's this Venice, Venice episode where they serve these beautiful cicchetti, like beautiful little appetizers. And in Venice... Their breakfast often is, particularly for gondoliers, it's a, a little appetizer. It can be whatever, shrimp, it can be things, whatever, mm. whatever vegetables, whatever, on toast yeah. with a glass of wine. He uses that For rumble. breakfast. <laughs> for breakfast. Probably the one show, was it? No. Yeah, but he's, yeah, but he's saying for breakfast, oh, they sorry, get the right. gondoliers have a glass of wine. At the weekends. So if you go to his Instagram, he's making late night puttanesca last night. Yeah. He uses that rumble pasta that you can buy in... Tesco for nothing. Sponsored. Keep it real. Coldplay have been chatting about going on tour and being part of the future's renewable energy source while gigging. Chris and Will talk about what they hope to achieve with this. I don't think we're switching anyone on to anything. I think we're observing all of the news and putting it into what we do. Tell us about the three R's, because no longer are they reading, writing and arithmetic. What are the three R's for Coldplay? Reduce, reuse, recycle. Now we've got these windmills. On the top of some of the towers, you see these little windmills. And next year, we're going to have much more solar. We're really only halfway there to where we want to be, you know, which is entirely renewable energy. Where have they got solar on their Coldplay mansions? What what do they mean? They don't have solar on their microphones. Seems like it was a while ago. Yeah, look, it's, I mean, none of us can not, well, if you want to tour the world, you've got to fly. What can you do? You can try and offset it, I suppose, but. Yeah. Can't be a saint. 
And uh, Marcus Mumford is uh, out on his own now with his new music. He told James Corden a few hours ago about Elton John's advice on being on his own. We started out by saying, whatever you do, don't do anything that's outside the band. Right. Don't break the band up. Don't. It's too precious. It was really sweet. And I said, yeah, I get it. But I've written these couple songs I don't quite think they're for the band. Mm-hmm. And I played them to him here in Los Angeles. And he sat me down in his kitchen, um, sort of dripping in Gucci, you know. <laughs> <laughs> with David in his bathrobe in the back. And they gave me this speech together, like godparents. They gave me this speech about fearlessness and said, this has to be something you do on your own. And it's a really personal story and you should go for it and you should not be afraid. And here's why. And they, I only played them three songs. And that sort of made me go, go back and keep writing. It was really, I don't think I would have done it without, you know, that Without that advice. Yeah. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks, James. Let's dish the dirt. Fish fingers. They're really good for eating in your face. Have them for your dinner. That's what Declan's having tonight. Why don't you have them, huh? Hey, hello, morning, how hi, hi. A home without a cat flap is not a home. If you have a cat, your home should have a cat flap out the back. I'm Alan Flaps from the Irish Cat Flap Company. I was told I'd save 100 euro from my advertising budget if I read this out badly myself. Cats say meow, I say meow's gone when you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Come in to our store. Meow. Cats have whiskers, so do I. But mine are smaller because I shaved them. Meow. The Irish Cat Flap Company will cut a hole in your door and insert a cat flap into that hole. How would you like a meow? How would you like a meow? How would you like me a meow? How would you like meow? How would you like me meow? <laughs> meow. The Bits and Bob Shop. Looking for bits and bobs? Come to the Bits and Bob Shop. We've got bobs for your bits and bits for your bobs. No, really. We sell almost everything that's under a teller. Bits and bobs. It's very rare we wouldn't have bits and bobs you're looking for. Like clothes pegs, for instance. Or even soap and that. Rubber duck for the bath. We don't have that, actually. That's a bad example. 
the Bits and Bob Shop. Bits and Bobs. Ten questions. Sixty seconds. One thousand euros. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Specialists in women's car insurance. Going the extra mile to get you great deals. See MissQuote.ie. Kira's doing the granny granddad drop of, and they'll do the drop to the school. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Fair play to them. It's a big chain to get them in, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and you Then you go to school too? Then I go off to school then, yeah. After I do the school drop, then I go to school. Because Kira is a teacher. Me. And do they pick, pick them up for you as well? They do. Well, there's just one. One of them they have to pick up. The other one is only one. So well, she stays us, with them all day. Give us a shout out to the, the granny and granddad then. <laughs> they deserve it. Come on, what are their names? They do. Helen and Paddy. Helen and Paddy, well, Helen and Paddy and all the granny and granddads who help with all the drop-offs <laughs> and the collections and but that should be your John Lewis Tesco so super cool. value add this yes. year is that granddad what about granny she collects too ok uh, so is it primary or secondary 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 oh right I know for my sins this could be tough this could be tough I know no problem to you Kira. have you ever got a 10 you have I'm sure I have, yeah. Of course you have, Kira. Let's not, yeah. let's not hide I'm sure you. I have, yeah. Taking me stride, yeah. No, yeah. no, she's I'm going to let myself down now. No, you're not, Kira. Now, you stop talking to yourself. <laughs> Contestants of Instagram, stop talking yourself out of stuff before you start. Kira, what's, okay. your, what's your specialist subject? In, in science. Science. Come on, then. I don't think we have a science one. <laughs> do we? No. Anyway, well, we might know. We don't. Well, it's about symbols around the known. Yeah, we do have something about symbols. All right. The game starts in three, two, H2O. What's the name of the fairy in Peter Pan? Um, Tinkerbell. What do caterpillars turn into? Butterflies. What is a female pig called? Ooh, I don't know. In Bingo Lingo, what number is referred to as two little ducks? 22. True or false, Mount Fiji is the highest mountain in China? False. What convenience store uses the slogan Live Every Day? Um, oh, Live Every Day. I'm going to go say Super Value. No one the tree, is it? What Premier League team are nicknamed the Foxes? I don't know. In Indian cooking, what is paneer? In, say that, repeat that again. Pa- paneer. Paneer. Oh, I don't know. Which ocean is off the Californian coast? The Pacific. And if your birthday was today, what star sign would you be? Capricorn. Oh, Kara, Kara, we didn't ask you what's going Oh, God, I've done awful. Well, oh, my make... God. Well, no, you didn't do awful. <laughs> you didn't like That's you... the worst I've ever done. I usually do much better when I'm in the car. Of course. Well, you got it's the, the car's fault, is it? The adrenaline's it gone. And as yeah. I said before... Better no, car. you... You've got me both bad questions there. Well, it's a female... Geography is not my speciality. A female pig is called a sow. No, nor football oh. or their Indian cooking or uh, star... Tinkerbell's right. Yeah. Butterflies is right. Oh. Uh, 22 is bingo lo- lingo. Bingo uh, lingo. You're right. Uh, Mount Fiji is not the highest mountain in China because it's in Japan. Mm. Um, Live every day. Centra. Where did you see that one? Oh, Where did you even think of that one? Centra. I don't know what I've, maybe... I've got a Centra bag in front of me. All oh, right, okay. As I said, no one did the tree. Um... <laughs> Leicester is the foxes. Paneer is the type of cheese. Yeah, paneer. If you order paneer in an Indian, it's Chinese, it's, it's cheese. And uh, Pacific is right. And Libra, 24th September oh, Libra. to the Libra. 23rd of October. Happy birthday, all the Libras.
Okay. See, Sorry, Kira. Well, look, five's all right. You know yourself, it's a pass. Ah, it's not that good. Yeah, sure, look. It's only the mocks. Work harder. <laughs> Knuckle down. That's it. Come back Put and have another go now. someday. Get off your iPad, miss. I will. You know, practice okay, your own preaching. Okay, thanks, Bye. Bye. You'll do nothing. See you now. Bye, bye, bye. bye. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy.ie. Don't waste your precious time. Sell your car the easy way. Autobuy.ie. So after the last Spider-Man movie, people were wondering if Spidey's best friend Ned is going to turn evil and be against Spider-Man. So Jacob Batalon plays Ned in the franchise and he's apologised for the rumours. Good man him. Well, Ned... We'll get Ned back for the next dish of dirt. Jimmy Fallon? Would you like some Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy's disappeared off the... Get off our wall. Uh, but I tell you what, I can stay with the... Was the Not Spider-Man, Batman. Let's go back to Batman for a minute, because Christian Bale was Batman, wasn't he, a few times? Well, he was. He did a lot of it. He's in a movie now with Margot Robbie, um, Robert De Niro, Taylor Swift. They're all in a movie called Amsterdam. And Christian told us who his biggest influences were, including Rowan Atkinson and Gary Oldman. They might not have known it, but it was really Rowan Atkinson and Gary Oldman were the people that I looked up to. That was my very first job was with Rowan Atkinson, and I saw him doing kind of a sort of an early Mr. Bean thing, but I would see him just go from being this very quiet man to just this, you know, absolutely loud and colourful character and very physical, and that was... I didn't really study acting, so I've studied Rowan for that, and then watching Gary in many, in many films. So they've been a real constant for me. So they were the people who really taught me how it's done. Yeah, I never would have guessed that in a million years that Ron Atkinson was an influence. No, uh, but he should be. He's absolutely fantastic. He's good, Ron Atkinson. And if you haven't seen Mr. Bean, it's all on Netflix. Still stands up. Stick a couch with a man with a rope steering a mini going down a hill. What's not to like? And Black Adder. It was classic. You know, it's true. Yeah, before anything, Johnny Knoxville did, <laughs> and not as dangerous. Um, so we've been talking about Gwen Stefani. She's back in the. I don't know if it's obviously solo stuff. Yeah, she was chatting to Kelly Clarkson about her style in No Doubt, and she didn't have a stylist back then. Or money. Back then, like I said, I didn't have a stylist or a makeup artist. And once we started really getting on tour, like, we basically did the Just a Girl video, right? Yeah. And it was our first video, really, and went to the airport. And then I didn't come home for, like, two and a half years. Like, I, we, we went on yeah. tour. Like, it was like, bye. Like, Mom, I'll be back. No, I'm not. I'm, and I still lived at home, and I was 26. So yeah. I didn't because I was gone on tour, but... yeah. All my stuff was there, and um, so when we were on tour, it was like, well, after a while, I needed clothes. You know what I mean? Like, I needed costumes. I would wear the same thing over and over again. Everyone smelled like it was like yep. it was like I was super unorganized. I have I had shared my makeup. a bus with boys. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's disgusting. It's different. And- so I've watched Kane. You haven't seen Kane, but they're oh. filming new season of Kane at the moment, all around Dublin, and you know, it's not getting as many people taking photographs as Love Hate did, and having to try and protect storylines. Stop talking about Love Hate every time we talk about Kane. They must be sick. Sorry, must be sick of it. I must have forgot today. Aidan Gillen wasn't in boat. <laughs> How many other crossover? All they're missing are? is your man going near a cat. How many what? How many crossover actors are there? Uh, oh, is there only just Aidan Gillen? Well, he was he was John Boy, and now he's Frank. They're fairly both big characters. Okay. Uh, anyway, they um, they had I don't know if it was a rap party. They went off to play bingo. Bingo. Not, not bingo loco now. Actual bingo. They went to play bingo. Aidan Gillen, Charlie Cox, Emma J. Scanlon. Good looking man. Uh, and they, where did they go and play bingo? In the George. Oh, okay, right. So it was uh, drag bingo, isn't it? Drag bingo, yeah. Ah, yeah. That's not just bingo. Okay. 
Like it's a bit more crack to it than. No, I'd imagine it is. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not like some. You know, it's not like a, a nursing home. Melbourne's in yeah, Whitehall. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but just in the theme of the show, it's a very scary show, and it's all drugs. Oh, and I can see them shooting going people to the, the George to do bingo. Would be a great location for this. Yeah. No. no yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what they've been up to. Don't talk to me now. I'm listening out for me numbers. That's if they're cr- if they're from London. <laughs> I can do an English accent. Um, so in the next dish, the dirt. This is... So let's move on from my money don't fold. Mm. Louis is chatting to Stormzy, big Michael. And Stormzy doesn't go on the apps. He doesn't do Tinder, doesn't do Raya. And he's just waiting for the love of his life to arrive. And it's kind of a little bit sad, isn't it? It is, like, yes. He can have all the fame, all the success, all the money. But it's actually really... And Louis Capaldi touched on this a few weeks ago. You don't know who wants to be with you because you're famous. I know. You don't necessarily want to be with a celebrity. No. My ajama ain't getting back with you. And what do you do? We'll discuss that from Mr. Stormzy after nine o'clock. And Noel Fitzpatrick, the Supervet, will be here as well. Dublin's F104. It is the Strawberry Arm Clock. And we can now go zooming into the mind and world of the wonderful, the magician, the fantastic human being that is Dr. Noel Fitzpatrick. Good good afternoon, good morning, good evening and good night, Jim and Mark. I thank you for having me on your show. No, can we start with a little bit of praise for you? Do you know how loved you are? Uh, not as loved as your cuddle mug is, <laughs> because I have seen this picture on the internet mm. and I have a big bone of China to pick with you here, right, or yeah. whatever it's made out of. How dare you steal my idea, you naughty Jim and you naughty Mark. When I did my radio show, I had the hug mug, which I have to say from an assonance and alliteration point of view is superior to the cuddle mug. Oh, but God. anyway, right. uh, I'll have it known that FM 104 stole the idea of the hug mug, converted into cuddle mug to avoid trademark responsibility. And you've got the beautiful Jim and the beautiful Mark handing you out these gifts courtesy of me. Circa 2000. Thank so, you very much so, and good night. No, did you have a phone-in show or what was it back then? I did. It was a topical show. It was uh, three hours on a Saturday morning on BBC Southern Counties. And it was me learning how to communicate and do this thing that I do in the Helix in Dublin on the 1st of, of November. And it's about uh, me actually being able to have a chat in a way that people can understand that it's not bamboozling. You know, if I'm talking about a bionic this and a bionic that, you need to put it in layman's terms. And the same thing if you're talking to a politician. There's no point in him rattling on about something that matters to him if it doesn't matter to the people. And I'm, I'm joking about the hug mug and the cuddle mug, but it's something that people relate to. So in the strawberry alarm clock cuddle mug, I congratulate you. It's something people relate to, and that's fantastic. Dr. Noel, I am a a big fan of uh, pets. When I'm on social media, I get a lot of videos of very clever dogs and cats doing very funny things. You must get sent those kind of videos by your friends all the time, do you? I get 700 million uh, videos per day. Yeah. I look at exactly zero okay. uh, but, <laughs> because I am in a 10-hour surgery on a dog called Fred at that particular moment in time. It's hilarious to me, lads. Uh, it's beautiful, it's fabulous, and it's great that things are sent in. But uh, I have a lovely friend who uh, looks at all of those things while I'm in theatre, tells me about the things I need to know about. I I think it's fantastic that animals unlock that little part of our heart that we didn't know existed until we have the funny dog dancing or licking our face or the cat, my cat Ricochet, here in the office with me now, sticking his big... uh, He's just had a drink out of the water bowl, lads, so he's just stuck 
his big wet puss right up into my eye socket and giving me a little shower. Um, but that brings me joy. And that's what the show is about. It's about the joy and the hope and redemption that animals bring us. I like to inspire a society of compassion. And part of the reason for doing the tour is I wonder if we can take the love that I see between a cat and a dog in my, in my consulting room and spread that into love for the world. And I'll give you a very quick example because I know our time is limited, but imagine you come home from work, you've had a hard day and your puppy has just eaten your slippers and all you wanted to do was put your slippers on. And you're like, oh my goodness, you've just eaten my slippers, Johnny. What, what? <laughs> and then about 15 seconds later, you're cuddling that puppy and all is forgiven and you couldn't give a damn about the slippers. Now, what if your neighbor parks on your drive for a whole week, seven days in a row, and you're really angry with your neighbor? Could you change that love from the anger of the slippers into the love of uh, Johnny licking your face to your neighbor? No. And just ask him politely to move the car. Don't have a rowdy pants. No, you just reminded me of my dog Penny who chewed the seatbelt receiver on a car that wasn't even mine. Oh, nice. 30 seconds. That's, be that's better than a dog who pooed down the seatbelt receiver oh. in my car. Oh, God. Yeah, well, they both maybe that'll be a part of the show. What has your pet done that is the most disgusting thing that ever oh. happened in your life? That'll well, be a part of the show. I used to have a Labrador, and if you were feeling down, she could she knew it, and she'd come over and she'd put her, her chin on your knee, and she would actually try and talk to you. She would just kind of make noises as if she was trying attempting to talk i agree with you and their language is one of motion and of of touch and of sense and just because it isn't an english language or an irish language doesn't mean it's not a language i couldn't agree with you more but the, the movie up there's a there's a dog and the dog has a collar uh, futuristic yes. now but the the dog the collar can translate what the dog is saying do you would you, i've seen that movie would you ever think that technology like that might exist one day uh, well, two things to say about that. One, when is technology necessary and how should we apply our minds? Mm. So that's a bit of a novelty. And the second thing is, I don't ever anthropomorphize animals. I purposely have avoided in the show anthropomorphizing animals to the point that I say, these animals are human. No, I've never said that. Mm. I've said that Ricochet, my cat, was just literally now jumped up on my knee and thrown his big panda arms around me. And I'm not joking. If you could see this now, <laughs> it's what he's just done. He's communicating with me saying, Dada, Dada, what are you talking to those two Irish geezers for? Could you not be just sharing some love with me and not looking at the picture of their cuddle mug? Just give me some. Give me some. My point is that there is no need for us to imbue human feelings on them because yeah. they teach us more than we could ever teach them. While we're on the subject of movies, Noel, have you ever seen Marley and Me? Uh, good question. No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> I've seen the book right. and I've, I've, I've glanced through the book and uh, I think it's absolutely awesome that the compassion, love, heart stent, I call it a heart stent. It's a stent in your heart that unblocks everything that an animal brings you that is unparalleled because they bring us unconditional love that do doesn't judge us. And therefore, that's why the movie Marley and Me works, because it's unconditional. You used to have walkout music. I know it was uh, U2 was your walkout music. Is that still the case at the show in the Helix? Oh, great question. If Bono's listening, uh, can you give me the rights to one, please? Because, uh, no, I'm joking. Um, I, I, I'm sure Bono listens and wants a cuddle mug really badly. The thing about music and medicine 
is that both of them can elevate us to a higher plane. We really need medicine, but we also really need music. And what I tried to do in the book and what I'm going to try and do in the show is see if I can translate music and medicine into magic. Can I make a show that is like a U2 concert that people come along to and they know what they're going to get on the can? So on the can, it says, you're going to see the boys perform and you're going to have a great night. On my can, it says, you're going to see Noel tell you stories, mix it in with a bit of music, show you some visuals, jump up and down, have a laugh, maybe have a cry, maybe have a little chat with you. And you're going to have a great, great night. And you're going to take away with you a little tune in your head that you're going to hum that we are all one, that we are all should be looking after each other. So I've no idea, my friend what music I'm going to walk on to or off uh, yet because I'm still writing the show okay. but there will be music and the Helix is where you can see this fantastic show on the 1st of November and uh, Dr Noel it's been fantastic to talk to you as always and we're sorry that we ripped off your mug yeah. It, it, yeah. listen it's an honour to gift you the cuddle mug for the Strawberry <laughs> Alarm Clock <laughs> FM 104 show it's my honour and privilege yeah. I hope to see you another time lads uh, yes, I am at the Helix on the 1st of November and I can't wait to be there. Dublin's my hometown and I can't wait to have the best night of my life with you. Because you two are going to have the best night of your life. <laughs> and that's not the band you two. That is you two. Go see Thanks, Dr. lads. Thank you. Good luck. God bless. Thanks very much. God bless. Bye-bye. Uh, I've tried, you know, I've been to Australia. I've tried some of their snacks. You'd often say, yeah, they're nice, but they're no Tato or their chocolate is a bit weird. Well, I can tell you that uh, there's an Australian guy uh, Aussie Jockey I don't know actually what his real name Aussie is Aussie Jockey no it's not it's not Aussie <laughs> Jockey he enough. tries different confectionery around the world loads of people do this uh, but uh, you know when you, you see somebody trying our stuff you do kind of get interested so what does he think he starts off with Tato righto a debut of a new segment Russ eats around the world starting with Ireland starting with Tato these are the biggest chip brand in Ireland their biggest flavour is cheese and onion which they claim to have invented apparently Nine out of ten. I love these. I've had them before. They're the best cheese and onion chip you'll ever try. Club Orange. Now, this is bigger than Fanta over there. That's mad. It's like a Fanta with pulp. It has real bits in it. I'm giving that an eight and a half out of ten. Better than Fanta. Wow. Cadbury. So, Aussie Cadbury is a different recipe, apparently to stop it melting or something. OG. And the Tiffin flavour, which is with dried grapes and biscuits. Is it a dried grape and Sultana? The Tiffin's pretty sh- but the dairy milk's up there. It's better. It's one of the best chockies I've ever had. Nine out of ten. Wow. Couple of things, Aussie man, whatever your name is. His name uh, is Russ.eats. Russ eats. Russ does he. Why did he take a point off for Tato? That's my first question. Well he's in the best he's best he's ever had, nine out of ten. Pretty good. But like just are you taking one off just for the sake of it? Uh nothing's t- perfect. Two, I don't have any issues with Club Orange. I agree with him. Yeah, it's lovely. Uh but my third question, second question is wh- He tried other stuff that wasn't necessarily Irish. Why didn't he just go for the standard dairy milk? He did. He had the standard dairy milk and the tiffin. Didn't like the tiffin. Oh, sorry. I thought he was comparing the chocolate from no, the no, tiffin. No, no. He likes Who the Who the hell has to Like tiffin. If we're talking about chocolate bar tears, uh, golden crisp? Like like the, the ones that aren't just pure dairy milk, right? Yeah. Golden, golden crisp, crisp would be pretty high up. Fruit nut? Oh, I like fruit nut. Do you like the mint one? No. I don't like mint chocolate, really. Turkish? I like mint ice cream. Do you like the Turkish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, caramello. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, you see? There, What's there your favourite? There isn't really one I don't like. The Tiffin has biscuits in it, though. That's pretty hard. That's pretty good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, yeah. Anyway, look. A whole nut. Forgot about that. Nah. Yeah, it gets stuck in your teeth. It does, doesn't it? Well done, Australia. Congratulations on being you. Russ.eats, and he's trying out all the different countries.